Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. At Bell Media and Stingray, we understand the power of sound. The sound of the written word in talk shows, newscasts, and podcasts. Auto is home for breaking news. Let's get you into the CJAD 800 Traffic Center. Welcome to Exponential. I'm Amanda Lang. The sound of music on terrestrial radio, on television, streaming, and in retail locations. The sound of award-winning radio advertising. Canadians are wetting their pants in alarming numbers. Honey? those people in the back seat. I've written the Royal Winter Fair commercial. <laughs> Get out! Oh, okay, thanks. Introducing Audio 360. Bell Audio Media 360. and Stingray have partnered to launch Audio 360, a new multi-platform audio sales solution that allows media buyers to follow a listener through their daily audio journey. From the radio station they listen to in the morning, to the iHeart Canada podcast they might tune in at work, to the Stingray audio channel on in the background at home in the evening. It targets consumers not by demography or location, but by what they love and what Audio 360 terms passion segments. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, Ryan Fuss, SVP Advertising Solutions at Stingray, and Dean Rutherford, VP National Radio Sales, Bell Media, on the future of audio advertising. Hi, my name is Ryan Fuss. I'm Senior Vice President of Global Advertising Solutions with Stingray. Stingray is a global music technology and entertainment company that reaches 400 million people uh, around the world across 156 countries. And my job at Stingray is to leverage all of the great audio and video assets that we have on each market and uh, bring them together into an ad-supported business. Excellent. Uh, Dean Rutherford, Vice President of National Radio Sales with Bell Media. So Bell Media owns 109 radio stations coast to coast in both official languages. Uh, As well, we operate as a sales representation firm, and one of our our largest radio clients is Stingray, uh, bringing an additional 90 radio stations to our, our roster of offerings. Let's start by talking about how discussions around Audio 360 evolved. Did both companies see a need in the marketplace for this kind of cross-platform ad solution? I think it's safe to say this discussion really started between Stingray and Bell when Stingray purchased uh, Newcap Radio. All of a sudden, Newcap went from a, a pure play radio company into a kind of multi-platform audio company, which lined up nicely with Bell's assets, not only on the radio side, but along with our international license agreement with the iHeartRadio platform, which brings us a ton of curated streams, uh, as well as a, a large podcast offering. So when you merge them together, that's where I think we started to see um, the beginnings of what is now Audio360. So why joined forces on this? Canada's a, a, a large market, but, you know, advertisers are always looking for scale and they're looking for efficiencies and they're looking for simple and easy way to buy advertising solutions. So, like Dean said, by leveraging our assets and consolidating them into this new audio advertising brand, not only have we made it easier for advertisers to be able to buy a holistic multi-platform audio advertising solution, but we're able to 
to offer you know, industry-leading scale through that consolidation of our assets, right? We reach over 22 million weekly unique listeners across Canada, coast to coast to coast. So um, by consolidating, it, it, it creates a, an easy way to, to buy and it, it generates unrivaled you know, scale. Yeah, and I'll add to that, like if you look at the commercial audio environment today, Connie, it, it's increasingly fragmented from where it was even even three years ago um, with pure play streaming and own digital music and podcasts all playing playing in that space. So to defragment it, um, bringing the companies together on Audio 360 made the most sense. And each of us brings um, complementary audio buckets to the table, like, you know, iHeart and Bell Media are deep into podcasting. Um, Stingray has their specialty music offering and that retail audio network. And then we both have this this massive uh, roster of radio stations, and and together when you when you add them all up, we start to deliver a package that is at the scale of how Canadians are consuming audio in terms of the amount of time spent with streaming, amount of time spent with podcasting, and amount of time spent with kind of traditional radio. So it, it really just started to make sense. So let's talk about how Audio 360 will work in greater detail, following the listener throughout their audio journey during the course of a day. What platforms will this encompass and how will ad time be sold? So how Audio 360 would work for an advertiser, it's going to be different for each and every partner uh, that we bring in. So really starting right from the outset, we're going to work with clients to, to build audience segments. We're going to go beyond the demo, start to look at who, who their core consumer is based on lifestyle and psychographic information, trying to stay away from the demography that radio is currently and audio is currently bought in. And, and from that, once we build out that audience segment, we'll say, okay, you know what, based on who you're trying to reach, um, we're going to look at the data that we do have and say, here, here are the right music, here are the right radio stations, the right podcasts, the right streams at the right time of the day to, to hit that consumer. So, you know, if you think it was like a millennial mom, we know that, you know, in the morning, uh, that's going to be a pretty frantic time between, between 7 and 9 a.m. is that that household ramps up. Um, so that's probably going to be a, a commercial radio station, maybe a, maybe a different message. But um, midday, um, hitting that, that same millennial mother with a specific audio stream at the time that she's going to be maybe working out of the gym or enjoying her lunch. And then that custom podcast kind of environment in, in the evening when life starts to wind down. So that's how someone's going to access the Audio 360 platform. And in terms of how it's sold, we're moving to away from kind of markets and uh, specific channels and getting into a unified audio impression. So kind of a universal uh, costing across all audio channels. And, and just, just to add on to that, uh, thanks, Dean. Each platform is conducive to a different listening experience. And we know through our data, right, that Canadians consume audio across different platforms every day. Right? They're not specifically picky about which audio platform they're choosing. They, that's just the audio platform that they chose to consume audio on at that moment in time. So to support you know, these different listening experiences, we firmly believe that the audio message or the, the custom message um, should be you know, tuned to those specific platforms. So we're really excited about our Audio 360 Sound Studio, you know, our creative audio storytelling division of Audio 360, that's going to help work with brands 
to customize and create, you know, relevant, engaging, creative that's, uh, that's going to speak to them at the right moment on that platform. So um, that's a big part of what we're doing now. Um, and as we all know, publish, uh, brands want to be publishers. So we're going to help them be publishers and hopefully drive listeners to become consumers through this multi-platform and multi-platform uh, storytelling approach. So Dean referenced passion segments, which are what you're calling these specific consumer groups that you're targeting, millennial moms, home enthusiasts, foodies, baby boomers. Can you talk a little bit more about this idea of targeting people based on something other than demography? It's not new, but it's new in terms of how radio is sold. You're right. It's, it's not new. Um, I, you know, I truly believe in the ad space. Everything kind of comes full circle. You know, 20 years ago, beyond the, the, the demographic on Chum FM, we were using RTS data from, at the time, BBM um, to really position the station as, as the right place for a brand. And, and, you know, I think over the last 10 or 12 years, the industry has been focused more on optimization. Um, and now we're, we're finding a, a, a way back to that, that psychographic data. So, no, it's not new, um, but it's definitely new from where we've been in the last decade in the audio space, and I, I think it's the right place to go. You know, every, every commercial message out there needs to be working as hard as it can for a client, and I think this is just the next step, going beyond the demo and getting right into finding those, those like-minded consumer groups that really have a passion uh, for a client's product or service. So you you referenced earlier the universal audio impression. Can you talk more about what the vision of that is? And, and is this going to be the future of how radio or audio is sold? You know, having spent almost 18 years as what, in addition to traditional kind of media on the digital side, right, buying and selling audiences based on impressions at a national level is, is a currency that we're all used to. That's just how it's, how it's, how it's done. So, um, and again, I'll let Dean speak a little bit more on the radio side, but the fact that we're looking at a listener holistically, nationally, you know, um, versus just that market specific, um, you know, demographic is, is a shift in the mindset, but it's something that we're feeling is, is very, is going to be very well received from the agencies because it is a practice um, that, that's, that's, you know, how things are bought today on the digital side um, all the time. So Dean, I don't know if you want to elaborate on, on how we're, we're bringing this into the radio side. Yeah, the universal audio impressions within Audio 360, you know, I guess going back is how clients are accessing an audio strategy right now is they kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do my streaming over here. That's one strategy. And my radio over here is another strategy. I, I, I don't think consumers really know the difference between whether they're streaming their favorite songs on Stingray Music or whether they're listening to their favorite songs on, on Chum FM. And I, I, I think it should be a unified strategy. And the, the first thing you have to do if you're going to unify it is get down to a common metric. Um, so moving all of our audio to one common impression-based method methodology will make it easier for people to access those those passion segments because each each campaign is going to be different. It could be any one campaign could be 35% streaming and 40% radio and the rest in podcast. Uh, and another campaign down the road could move towards 80% radio based on who they're trying to reach. 
Um, and, and within that, regardless of that, that shift in where you're reaching people, it, it, that, that, that 30 or 10 or 15 second audio message that you're influencing the consumer with, you should be able to break it down to um, a common valuation. Um, and, and as well on the radio side, we're really trying to simplify the process of, of purchasing radio in that audio stack. Um, in, in that right now, it's, 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 it's market by market, station by station, contract by contract. At the end of the day, um, you know, our national advertisers, they really, if you're a, you're a consumer packaged goods brand who's selling laundry detergent, you know, I think you need to reach principal grocery shoppers who have dirty laundry. And they could be anywhere. They could be in Kelowna. They could be in Toronto. They could be in Halifax. Um, and that's where that national impression will really uh, simplify the process and, and streamline the purchasing of audio. So I really want to get into the nuts and bolts of, of how this works. You are still leveraging Numeris and Enlogic data. How does that tie in with these passion segments and identifying which podcasts or which radio stations they might be listening to at any given time? Yeah, I'll speak to, uh, you know, the radio station side. So you're right. In the audio space, whether it's streaming audio, our specialty audio stations available on television or radio stations, they're all in different measurement buckets right now. Down the road, five or ten years, it would be amazing uh, to see a all audio measurement system. And I hope we can get there. But uh, for today, for now, in Audio 360, we'll use the stacks we have. So on the radio end, we'll be using NLogic and RTS data at, at that station level to try to find the right mm, radio stations that index well based on that audience segment we're building. On the podcast side and on, on the iHeart and Stingray Music streaming side, and Ryan can speak to this based on his digital background, we have a more robust data set that will help to, to pull those out. That's exactly right, Dean. And and. It's important, Connie, to understand that we all um, know that there is a void in research today that looks at a listener holistically, right, regardless of platform. Um, but we're also hearing from from agencies and from advertisers and from other you know, peers, you know, wouldn't that be a great study for Audio360 to commission? Wouldn't that be a great study to help an advertiser start to look at a listener again more holistically, regardless of platform? Um, and look at their audio journey from an average day and be able to, to isolate and, you know, be able to show an indexing, et cetera, you know, the types of channels and podcasts that they're listening to, whether that be on, you know, radio or, or digital, et cetera. So that cross-platform study doesn't exist today. We know that. But, you know, this partnership, this, this new brand, our goal is not just to sell things, right? We want to help our customers. We want to help agencies be able to buy these solutions more effectively. So with that, and it come, you know, our our commitment to furthering what exists today in terms of research, um, commissioning new studies that kind of help everyone understand, be able to see the value that this, you know, universal audio impression currency will deliver in terms of simplifying and just making things easier. So we're really excited about that next phase. Right now we're in V1. Like Dean said, we're, we're using what we have and we're going to use that, you know, effectively but we're also, you know, asking others out there, whether they be at an agency or a competitor or if somebody has an idea, share that with us because now's the time to, to, to help kind of establish what that future looks like. So that's a big part of our commitment in this partnership 
not just to generate revenue, which we're excited to do, it's also to uh, to further the entire audio industry into into V2 um, as again more consumption across all these platforms just happens to be more digital. So we're excited about that future. I know you've been out previewing this to agencies. Have they been receptive so far? Absolutely. Um, we we've done a, a pre tease with about uh, nine agencies representing the major holding co's in Canada. And uh, by and large, the, the reception has been, wow, we've been waiting for something like this. Wow, this is, this is really going to help us. It's going to make it easier for us. You know, um, let's talk more. Let's get in so that we can brief you on you know, our brand and their consumers so you can come back with a plan. There's also been a lot of senior folks that have been, been in the radio side for a long time that have a vested interest in moving the industry forward. So there's a lot of folks saying, wow, we've got some ideas. We'd really love to share our insights with you and how we might be able to help you guys make this even better. So yeah, across the board, very positively received. And uh, you know, with the announcement last week, formally on Thursday and some great press net, um, we're getting tons of calls for more information. And uh, yeah, so we think we've definitely identified a need. Kind of double down on what Ryan said is, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old radio guy and I'm probably was a bit pessimistic four or five months ago when we started to look at this. And then once I saw it for what it is, a simplification and bringing all commercial audio under one tent, it, it made sense to me. And uh, thankfully, my, our agency clients um, see things a lot quicker than I do. So, you know, they're, they're getting pressure on having a podcast strategy, having a streaming strategy, getting as close to consumers at point of purchase as they can. And when we come in and say, you know, here is audio that is, is day to night, anywhere, anytime, any device, any channel. It is a one-stop solution, and um, we're getting a lot of positive feedback from our clients. In, in my 20 years in this industry, right, every media agency person or every advertiser has always said, can you prove the ROI on this media spend, right? Forget impressions, forget delivery. Can you prove that, you know, your channels helped influence purchase behavior and drove consumers to the store to buy a pro- our product or service? And it's been really hard. Well, we're excited about Audio360 and where it's going to go is, is the fact that through you know, a retail audio ad network, um, which we're working on now, which we're, we'll be able to offer you know, um, digital audio advertising messages at point of sale across national retailers, across a variety of different kind of retail um, categories. You know, we feel that that is the, the loop closure. That's going to be the attribution. That's going to be the, the proof that this audio journey, right, um, from morning and kind of tonight and everywhere in between, all worked together harmoniously to drive a consumer into a store to ultimately buy the product or service. So, you know, as, as media in general becomes more accountable, and we're seeing that, you know, across everything, um, digital really started that trend in terms of, hey, can we actually prove ROI based on an impression or an ad that was delivered? Um, we're excited to be able to start to, to get closer to that through Audio360, through, again, the addition of, of the retail audio ad network and more audio platforms as they arise. So that's a big part of uh, big part of kind of phase two that we're looking for for 2020. Do you expect other companies to follow suit and embrace this kind of idea in terms of how they sell? I, I would say 100%. Um, if you look at the audio place right now, Everyone has streaming opportunities. Broadcasters have radio opportunities. Many companies are in the podcast space. So I think over time, we'll, we'll 
Others go to a kind of a segment um, selling across multiple audio uh, platforms, but for sure. Um, you know, we're, we're first in it. We don't expect to be the only ones in this space for very long. But, um, you know, I think we've, we've set the bar. I'm not going to say we set the bar pretty high. I think we've, we've taken a big first step for everyone. And uh, hopefully others follow so that it, it validates the position and makes it easier for clients to develop an audio strategy that they know is an end-to-end solution. Anything else any of you want to add? We're just excited about this, and I think we encourage questions or feedback, Connie, right? So for your listeners, if anyone ever wants to get in touch with us, if they want to have a brainstorm, if they have some thoughts or ideas, if they disagree, we encourage that. Again, we, we want this to be the, 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 the strongest and tightest solution that it can be. So any and all feedback is, is greatly appreciated and welcomed. Yeah, the only thing I'd say is, you know, we did, we built Audio360 kind of in our own vault, uh, now that we've taken it out there and, and we're re- willing to adapt and change and, and make it better, we're looking for ideas uh, from our partners and how we can take V2 or version 2 of Audio 360 uh, to the next level. So those are the conversations we're having now and we're open to having them uh, with anyone that has a vested interest. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, Connie, thank you for having us. It was a pleasure. Yeah, Connie, thanks again. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.